Hello, family. I am your host, Dr. Violet T. Adams, speaker, writer, artist, all things woman, and creator of Black Woman's Renaissance. Today's special guest is Miss Arvis Renee Jones Walker, who is running for Clayton County School Board District 8. Clayton County voters in School District 8 will be able to vote for Miss Arvis on September 12th in the special election. Miss Arvis Renee Walker is known to our Clayton County Commission community as a caring yet hardworking, dedicated leader that is compassionate and concerned about the success of parents, teachers, students, and the community as a whole. Arvis has been a proud Forest Park High School PTSA president for six years and has led the association to achieve countless national and state awards to include being announced as the 2017, 2019, and 2018-2020 National PTA School of Excellence, the 2017 Phoebe Hurst Merit Award recipient. There were named the second best PTSA, PTSA in the nation, the Oak Tree Award, Membership Award, and many, many more. In addition to volunteering her time to the PTSA, she was an honor student at Ohio Christian University. That tells you what kind of woman she is, where she received her Associate of Arts degree in business. Arvis also serves Clayton County School Board Committee, as well as a part of the parent, teacher, and faith-based advisory council for the remarkable superintendent of Clayton County, Dr. Marcy J. Beasley. Arvid a Arvis aids with a a multiple boards around the community and has worked over 23 years with the Fortune 500 company. She's the wife of her loving and supportive husband, Mr. Cedric Walker, and they have a blended family, which includes six children and four adorable grandchildren. This is why Miss Arvis Renee Jones Walker is our Black Renaissance Woman of the Week. Wow, that was awesome. Arvis, <laughs> <laughs> say a few words, please. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miss Violet. And yeah, you have just as many names as I do. <laughs> yes, my name is Arvis Walker, and I am your choice for Clayton County School Board District 8. Early voting has already started, guys. Early voting has started. It started August the 30th and it's through September the 17th. And if you miss those early days, you can see us, you can vote on September the 21st. Awesome, awesome. We're gonna repeat that date several times, people, because we don't want you to miss it. So let's get right into it, Arvis. You gave us a quote, and I wanna know what the foundation of this quote is. And I quote, you said, our children are 
are our most valuable asset. And I want to ensure that we continue on the right track with a balanced budget, adequate tools for our teachers, students, and infrastructure updates. Wow, that's mouthful. That that's, mouthful. Those are your words. <laughs> mouthful. So tell us what you mean. What's the foundation? Where did that quote come from? The foundation comes from that our, our children are our future. And we have to invest in our future. Our future means, I met a young man um, yesterday, and he was a graduate of Forest Park High School. And now he's a teacher at one of the uh, Clayton County High School, and he also has a business right in Forest Park, Georgia. Awesome. awesome. So that's what we want. We want our, our um, students to be able to achieve those, those different qualities, those high achieving qualities, and bring it back to the community. That's you know? the foundation. And so we want to just make sure that everything is, make sure all the, the budget is out, allocated mm -hmm. in the right directions, in the right places for our district. We have a $650 million budget. Wow. So that is very, very important. And I just want to make sure that we know that our children are our future, and we have to invest in our children. Very much so. And and what she's saying, family, is put your money where your mouth <laughs> is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So how can you ensure the following statement? You said, I will make sure that all schools in this district are adequate with the resources they need for the nurturing environment that our students need to learn. And in this time of COVID, we know that resources are extremely important because we have to utilize resources in a totally different way. Explain what you mean by making sure our schools have adequate resources. Okay, first of all, this is a team effort. There is no I in team. There's a total of eight other school board members awesome. that I will be have a pleasure of working with. Mm -hmm. So there's no I in team. Team means together, everyone achieves more. How about so that? I want to come in and work with the other team, the other uh, board members. That's my responsibility. Mm -hmm. and, and they're already doing an amazing job of allocating those monies mm -hmm. to where they need to go. Mm -hmm. Me as a leader, I, it's time for me to come in, look, learn, and listen oh. so that I can be that leader that District 8 needs in Clayton County. Awesome, I like the leader being able to look, learn, and listen, of course. Uh, with these, uh, in a board meeting, often there are things to vote on. There are discussions that board members have to make decisions about certain things that affect all of the key holders. What kind of things are you prone to support? Okay, those are different policies, mm -hmm. different policies that um, uh, we are oversight, we oversee as a school board member. Mm -hmm. We have three main things that we oversee. Okay. That's our superintendent, mm -hmm. our budget, and our policies. Okay. So those are the things that will um, be key for me is to oversee those three areas. Mm -hmm. the, the budget, the, the uh, policies, and the superintendent. Awesome, awesome. Well... We have a segment on our show called Keeping It Real. Keeping It Real. Keeping keep It Real. <laughs> there are a few things that 
are, are tough subjects to address. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go ahead and, and address those issues because we know as black women, we know how to overcome obstacles. Exactly, and exactly. one of those obstacles I want to bring out is that Clayton County is the fifth largest school district in the state. Mm -hmm. It is big. However, it ranks number 172 out of 192 school districts. And we know Georgia and Texas have the most school districts in the whole world. Uh, but we know that this ranking uh, isn't by say the best place. But I will note that Clayton County over the last few years, literally over the last year, has experienced a 25% growth rate. And some of our larger counties have dropped. So what is your vision for Clayton County Schools in continuing to rise? Yes, our, our objective is to make sure that our, our students have continuing high achievements. Over the last three years, we've, we've moved our percentage rate, our graduation rate, our graduation rate has moved up from 69% to 76.6%. Mm. So that's what we have to, to uh, keep our eyes focused on mm -hmm. our graduation rate mm -hmm. and our children continuously to achieve higher rates you know we have a uh, blue ribbon blue ribbon schools mm. in our county very much so, so we are uh, moving we are on the move to better and higher uh, grounds you know we have to look at more than just one part of that mm -hmm. and there's 180 of those districts 180 districts in our in our uh, area so we want to make sure that we look at not it's not just one section right it's not one section there's lots of parts to that whole number, mm -hmm. you know. So for us to be at a seventy-six point six percent graduation rate, right. that is amazing. Right. So we want to just keep moving forward and keep up making sure that our children achieve that higher education. Awesome, awesome. While you're talking about ensuring that your children are that. Clayton County children continue to have the best education. There are several educational programs that are working really well in Clayton County for your children. Can you speak on a couple of those? Um, I know one program that I'm uh, really, really, well, two of those programs is our early literacy. That's uh, on here on my, those are some of my initiatives, right. is our early literacy for our K-2 through second grade so that we make sure that our third grade students are ready to move forward and move to that next level. Mm. And also that we expose our students to that higher, higher education. The dual enrollment program is an excellent, excellent start. So by the time that they graduate, they'll already have their associate's degree. Wow. So they're ahead of the curve. Mm. Our dual enrollment program is amazing. And we're leading, we're doing a great job of making sure that our students utilize that program. Okay. And what I want to make sure is that our students learn about this program at an earlier age. Wow. I want to make sure that they, it's just like, you know, when, when our students go off and they, they're signing their bonuses, they're getting ready to go off to college. I want For to make athletics. sure athletics, mm -hmm. make sure that when they, when they graduate, 
with that um, associate's degree, mm -hmm. that's an excitement. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. So I want to make it excitement. I want to bring a, a program, introduce a program that'll bring excitement to them finishing with a, a an associate's degree. They're way ahead of the curve. Awesome. Now you mentioned dual enrollment. Can you explain dual enrollment to those who are um, not familiar with dual enrollment? Dual enrollment is a program that um, we offer and it's offered around the county where the students can um, go to school part-time and they also will go and take college credited classes. They will take classes those for those two years so that when they graduate, they will already have their associate's degree. Awesome, awesome. And that is game changing for that community because statistics also show that 93% of the students living in Clayton County have free and reduced lunch. That tells us a lot about the importance of the good educational system as well as the dual enrollment program because no longer are we looking at wanting these kids, these kids to have a survival mentality, yes, but yes. we want them to have a legacy mentality, to build a legacy. And with the college education starting in high school, that is a very good way to start this legacy mentality. Now, with the Title One, with the yes. Title One, they, um, with us being a Title I, all of our students eat. 100% of our students eat. Awesome. Breakfast, lunch, they're um, taken care of. Right. So we, we are, with that being a Title I, mm -hmm. we make sure that 100% of our students have balanced meals. Are fed. Excellent. And we know several research have stated that children who are hungry, children who are malnutritioned, cannot learn. Mm -hmm. That's why this is extremely important. important. Yes, yes. Now, you have served District 7 well for a long time. You're running for District 8. How are you being received in District 8? Okay, when, when we say District 7, okay. that's for the PTA. Got you. That's uh, for District 7 PTA. That's totally a separate uh, entity. That's a volunteer position. Okay. And I was uh, nominated and um, uh, appointed as the District 7, the PTA District 7 Assistant Director. Oh, listen to that, people. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> but uh, as far as the reception that I've received from my constituents yes. in District 8, it's been very well received, very well received. You know, um, I'm running my campaign on HDD, which means heart, determination, and drive. Mm. You know, my heart uh, is for the people. Yeah, you know it's for the people, and I will continue to work for the people. I've been working for the people in a volunteer position since 2016, to really 2015, right. and I will continue to do the same as their next Clayton County School Board District 8 member. The determination that I have is to continue to work to make sure that they have um, the resources that they need in District 8, and the drive is just to continue to push forward 
to never give up, to never, you know, when you beep that horn, you go beep, beep, and you just keep moving forward. Yes. Excuse me, District 8 has somewhere to go. Oh, District 8 has somewhere <laughs> to go. I can see the drive in you. Thank From the you. first time I talked to you, I can feel your drive. And we are a kindred spirit in that because drive begets drive. You know, passion begets passion. And you exude passion and drive. I mean, you are the, the black queen that says, I am here to serve. Not that I'm here in charge, but I am here to serve. Exactly. Now, there, there is always someone out there looking to uh, say you're not qualified or looking for something to discredit you. How do you meet with those? How do you deal with those people? If people say those types of things, they don't know artist Renee Walker. Tell them. They don't know me. You know, uh, if you documentation beats conversation, and that's, um, you know, my, my drive that I have is documented. Mm. You know, so anyone, I will have a conversation with you. Okay. You know, you smile through it. I pray about it first. And then I smile through it and I have a conversation with those people if they want to have a conversation with me. Right, right. Now, you and I had a conversation about the village earlier. Mm. Right, let, let's talk, let's talk, talk about, about the, the village. village. <laughs> you know, um, we were, well, I was brought up in, and you would always hear, uh, it takes a village to raise children. And that is exactly what we are. Yes. We're all part of that village. But what you and I talked about, Violet, was that that village extends into your adulthood. Well, you know, we are part of each other's village, mm -hmm. you know, and as you elevate, mm -hmm. your village elevates. Oh, and I feel it. so honored to be in your presence. The conversation that we had this morning yes elevated me oh stop it and I you say. now are a part of my village uh. so the village doesn't stop when you're a child your village actually grows as you grow yeah as i'm growing now my village is growing continuing elevating. To grow. how about that yes. and 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 i want to say sisters out there in Facebook land, a place where there's a lot of vindictiveness, a place where there's a lot of dark spirits and, wow. and dark wow. hearts, a, a place where there is an opportunity to, to bring somebody down wow. and to bring somebody out. We are saying this is not where we are. Right now, Facebook and where we are now is a village. And this platform is used to elevate us, to elevate each other. Facebook was never a place designed to hurt people. It was a, it was a platform designed to make connections. And here we are now, not only making a connection with one another, but we are introducing a whole new idea of how we need to be the village for each other. We need to be the village for each other. You know what? You hit something so profound. And you know, um, you know your, your grandparents, when they said things, they didn't just say things just to say them. Right. They meant them from their heart. And when you saying that, you know, us tearing each other down, hurt people, hurt people. Mm. 
Say it again. So when we Say hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. I'm not a hurt person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know how to uplift. It makes me feel good to make somebody smile. Right. You know, my name is Arvis, and it means the people's friend. Oh, stop it. So my mom, when she named me that, she knew exactly what she was doing. Okay, there and you go. And she tells me that daily. You are the people's friend. Oh, So excellent. you smile at people. Yes. You smile at people, and it will help them to get to the next level. You smile at your your um, your students. When we go into school, we want to smile at these students oh. so that they can see the happiness. They see the joy. They see the excitement. Mm -hmm. And that will make them have a better day. Okay, awesome, awesome. And, and talking about going into the schools, how do we get better parental involvement? <laughs> I mean, that is the big million dollar question. Why is parental involvement important and how do you intend or what can be done about improving parental involvement? That's such a great question and such a great question. As a PTSA president, um, we grew our parental involvement. You know, you have to make it um, conducive and make it beneficial for the student and the parent. You know, when we would have our PTSA meetings, because we have a, a very diverse community, right. we would make sure that we had interpreters there for right. our, um, for different um, backgrounds. Yes. You know, we make sure we have um, interpreters there. We made sure at every meeting we had dinner, mm -hmm. some sort of dinner, because if a person is saying, well, I got to go home and, and make dinner and things right. like that, their mm -hmm. mind is, is at home. Mm -hmm. But if they know if they're coming to a PTSA meeting, they're going to have dinner. Wow. Or if they're coming to a meeting at the school, you have something for them. Mm -hmm. So their mind is not thinking about what has to happen at home. Got you. You know, you find ways and means to make sure that it's, it's something that's going to be beneficial. Okay. You know, we made sure in the high school, you know, in the... Um, in the elementary, you know, it's all—it's always cute when your when your student is performing. Right. You know, everybody wants to come and see everybody the, comes the baby when perform. Child perform. You know? Yep. So you know what we did? We had the performance to come. We made sure that our student would was perform at our uh, whether it was the orchestra, our dancers, our cheerleaders, mm -hmm. our uh, chorus. Mm -hmm. We had those students to come and perform at our event. That's right. That you is, know. and and that's not. Uh, that is an effective way to let the parents know they are valued. Exactly. That they because are wanted they are very valuable in the very community. Valuable. Now, for parents who do not talk to their school board members, for before I get to that, I am aware that Clayton County has a large Hispanic population, that's and I heard you talk about. Uh, uh, interpreters. Yes. Uh, yes. Is there anything that you can say to the Hispanic parents uh, that will make them feel welcomed and a part of that community? I think that that goes back to when you, um, the way you receive people. Mm -hmm. You receive people, it breaks the boundary, it breaks that line when a parent comes into the, um, into the school or even in the, the community and you smile at them. Yes. You smile at them. And you know when you have those interpreters there and they know that they're going to have the interpreters there so that they can understand 
understand what's happening at a meeting, yes, then they're more yes. likely to come and feel a part of. Yes. You know, and that's yes. all also like your um I'm actually having working on trying to get some of my palm cards um mm. in different languages. Oh so you right. wanna make sure that you know your um information they can understand it's that bilingual. Well. It's bilingual. Very much so. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. Mm -hmm. So going taking it a step further to all parents, how do you welcome parents to talk? to school board members. I know some parents are very ambivalent mm -hmm. about contacting school board members, uh, either through cultural uh, or, uh, limitations or respect, feeling like they can't contact school board members, uh, feeling like school board members aren't exactly there for them. How do you have an, do you have an open door policy or will you have an open door policy? And how do you make that visible or known to the community? Wow, uh, our school board members are amazing, amazing. Um, they, they're in the schools, um, they're at the schools, they're in the community. And my when I become the school board member, I have an open door policy. I have on here on my flyers, I have my contact information. Right. Because if they don't if they don't feel like they can contact you, right, then there's that, that wall. Mm -hmm. I don't want that wall. That I'm wall. a people person. Yes. I'm a people's person. Yes. So I don't I don't want that wall. I mean I, I'm not I'm just like they are. Okay. You know, um, I'm just in a different position. Different I'm position. A different position. And they're they're the ones that have voted me into this position to be their voice. Okay, I, I, I see you have a, you serve as a servant leader. Yes. A servant leader. Yes. And you and yes. I talked a little about faith today, and we know that faith is somewhat, hmm, I won't say forbidden in school, mm -hmm. just something that is not very welcome to be open with faith. As a board member, how um, how would you address the faith issue? Not really as far as policy, but uh, once again, we have people of different faith right, in right. our community. Mm -hmm. um, would that be something that um, would be of consideration or how would you address the faith issue? I think that faith is not something that you can um, drill on a person, a beat on a person. A person can feel your faith through your actions, right? Through the way you handle yourself, mm -hmm. through the way you talk, yes. Through the way you act, mm -hmm. through your actions, yes. That shows them that that you are. Um, I'm a woman of God, and I'm not ashamed to say that, and Amen. I will never hide from that. Amen. So I don't have to go out and in, in, um, in the community and, and just bam that hammer that on on anyone because right. they they can see that. Right. my actions right 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 so i think that that's something that um you know everybody has their own and i, I respect everyone's boundaries when it mm -hmm. comes to faith right so i don't think that that's our um our responsibility mm -hmm. you know we we as a leader i pray before i do anything uh, uh how, how about that 
How about that? I do know that uh, we do have some uh, have a Muslim community as well as various denominations. And sometimes these communities don't feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Going back to that open door policy, mm -hmm. um, I, I won't say that Clayton County has that issue, but some school districts do have an issue with uh, faith diversity mm -hmm. and making sure that all parents of all different faith feel welcomed right, and, yeah. and able to come to the school board and even address some of their faith-based issues. Mm -hmm. um, are there any other issues um, that you want to uh, speak on right now that you would like to address on your platform? I don't think that um, they are issues. I think that they are um, incentives. Okay. Incentives that that I would like to some of my incentives that I, I would like to push, and okay. that is the, um, going back to the early literacy. Right. Want to make sure that we can get the books into the hands of of our parents, into mm. the hands of our children mm. at a very early age. Okay. You know, I want to continue to make sure that we um, push the the dual enrollment, higher education. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we find ways and means to get our parents involved. Okay. And to make sure that they feel welcome, welcome to get involved. And welcome. that they are needed. Yes. They are needed in our schools. And in addition, I wanted to just get uh, a understanding um about the health and, and wellness, the nutrition part of um, about schooling. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I, I want to, you talked about early literacy. I did a show a few weeks ago about the spelling bee. And oh, for oh, wow. the yes. first time, we have an African-American young lady uh, who is our national spelling bee champion. And one of the things that I learned from doing that show is that a lot of our parents aren't aware of how to get their kids into that spelling bee arena. Wow. And that begins in early literacy. Exactly. exactly. It begins there. And this family is an opportunity for not only your children to win big cash, this young lady... Zayla Avant-Garde won a $50,000 wow. cash award. Not wow. only did she win a $50,000 cash award, she is now sought after by the top Ivy mm. League colleges in America and even around the world. Now, if you're talking about your child's going to be a dancer, your child is going to be a singer, uh -huh. your child's going to be an athlete, make sure they do that because Zayla is in the world book of records for being a phenomenal athlete. Yes, she is. But her parents have set her up for academic success by training her, allowing her to train for this prestigious award that begins in elementary school. Yes. Yeah. This begins. This is why what Miss Walker is saying is extremely uh, important because you begin not middle school for her to be a spelling bee champion. No, you don't. You begin in early literacy early you literacy. begin in early, early education and you began by this child studied 30,000 words a day wow Wow. Not only was she learning how to spell the words, but she understood the origin of the word, yes. the 
for 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 the phonics of the word mm. as well as the meaning of the words now as parents we are our first teachers we our are. children's we first are. teachers we are but if you really want your child to succeed Push the early literacy. And while Push you're it. pushing early literacy, I would like to see Clayton County Schools investigate and, and implement Scribs Spelling Bee competition into their curriculum so that their parents, your parents, can also know the secrets of how to get your child into greatness, into the World Book of Records. So we won't have a another 50 years for a young black child to be a spelling bee winner. Well, that child can come from Clayton County. <laughs> come straight from Clayton County and I know that that will happen. That will happen because we have a a program, different programs that are set up for that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I will uh, as a school board member, those are some of the things that I really want to dive in to get uh, into the heart of those different those various programs. Yes to dive into those. Very much so. Well, my sister, do you have any <laughs> final words such as where and when to vote? <laughs> well, you can. Early voting has already started. Early voting has already started. Awesome. It started on this past Monday. Ooh. So uh, early voting is through from August the 30th through September the 17th. So that's August the 30th through September the 17th. Okay. And then the actual election day is September the 21st. So guys, right now we have four locations for early voting. Okay. But then it's going to expand. I want to say to um on the day of election there'll be like 18 different polling places. Very good. But you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait, don't wait. until that day you can go out now and vote and vote. We've already voted. My husband, my king and I, we've already voted. Oh, wow. I, wow. I guess y'all already know who we voted for. Right? Oh, no, no, no. They didn't vote for Harvest, no. <laughs> and, and, and you're here to tell me that the new voting laws didn't keep you from doing it. Didn't I'm just keep saying. Me from doing okay. It. <laughs> keeping it real. You're keeping it real. This is the keep it real section. <laughs> so we want to just know that, um, yes, it is time. It's time to vote, guys. Uh, I think I said it on one of my um, shows the other day that people die, die for us to be able to vote. It's just that simple. Yes. You know, if we want to have a voice, our voice is in our, the power is in our voting. Yes. You know, that's, that's some power. That's some power in our voting. So I would urge you, I'm urging you, I'm asking you to get out and vote. Very, very good, passionate plea. Well, I want to thank my special <laughs> guest, Miss Lady of Renaissance herself, yes. Miss Arvis Renee Jones Walker, who is, as you already know, a candidate for Clayton County School Board District 8. Now, we have three takeaways from the show first. It takes a village to not only raise our children, but to support one another. And in supporting one another, we benefit from everybody else's growth. Yes. We benefit from her success, everyone. There's no need to be a hater. <laughs> Number two, the bigger the challenge, the better the growth. How about that, Clayton County? Wow. And number three, 
Don't complain about the problem if you can't be a part of the solution. (laughs) Our three takeaways for this show. Again, thank you. Thank you. We wish you the best. Can I just tell them how they can, um, because it takes, I'm asking for votes, prayers, and donations. Because it does take um, finances to fund a campaign. Okay. So um, if anyone would like to um, help with any donations, no donation is too small. Very much so. They can do so at Cash App Elect Arvis Walker. Cash App Elect Arvis Walker. Or they can um, do a PayPal or Zelle campaign arvest walker at gmail.com and i'm going to give you guys my phone number 470-783-0935 that's my open door policy 470-783-0935 thank you very much thank you thank you well It is our time to end our show, but remember, we are a community of sisters. We are still young. This is a young show. And in order to be successful, as Arvis so eloquently put it, we need your support. Tune in to every episode, share this and other episodes, and you can also support us by subscribing to this show on your favorite podcast station. It is our renaissance. We're now walking boldly in our purpose. March on, sisters.